welcome back to the podcast. Grab a pencil, a notebook, whatever. Get some notes here because as Pastor Josiah Griever says, note takers are, in fact, history makers. And it helps you to remember things. So, you know, get your notebook, get your Bible. And let's get into another episode of this What is up, guys? Welcome to another podcast. I want to just dig right in. No time for chit-chatting today. I just want to talk about the blood of Jesus and the significance of the blood of Jesus. So, in the Old Testament, the Israelites had to sacrifice a spotless lamb to cover their sins, right? Because they sinned, they they had to sacrifice something to be pure and clean before God to be in right standing with God. They had uh, Leviticus 17, 11 says for the life is in its blood. I've given you the blood on an altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. So it is the blood, the, the life. So the life of the body is its blood. So it's a life for a life. So an exchange, that exchange that makes the purification possible. So when the people of Israel would make a sacrifice, that blood would cleanse the people and it, it made peace with God. The blood removed the guilt and shame of that, of that sin. And the, the lamb was a substitute for them. Instead of them dying because they sinned, the lamb died because of their sin. So that's all great. You know, they're, they're free from that sin when they sacrifice a lamb. But there are a few things that didn't really work. Number one, the cost. Can you imagine your best, I don't know, of a great example, but say you are a shepherd. Let's just go with that because that's what we're talking about, sheep. Say you were a shepherd and the cost, let's see, let me just, I should come more prepared, but the cost of a lamb. The cost of a lamb now. The cost of a Lamborghini? No. A cost of a lamb. Lamb meat? What about a lamb? Okay, so $250. That doesn't really make sense because lamb meat is $380. Anyway, okay, so let's say your common lamb is $250. And every time that you sinned, lying, um, not being kind, right? Like speaking in an unkind way or and breaking any of the Ten Commandments, like coveting, whatever. Anytime you sinned, you had to sacrifice a $250 something, a lamb. That is a lot of money. $250 times 365 is $91,250. So that's one lamb every day for a year. Um, that's a lot of money. That's not you know, like food or 
whatever. It's that's just your sin offering. What if you had to do two a day? What if you what if lambs were way more expensive than $250 a day? Uh that's a lot of money. It's costly, isn't it? It is a lot of work. Once a day, maybe more than once a day, you go to the the tabernacle and you bring your lamb, you drag it there, then you have to like, you know, do all the stuff, burn it and all the things. And then you have to clean up, and then you go home, and then you do it all again. It's a lot. But the time came where God said, it's time. Enough is enough. I'm going to sacrifice my son for the people that I love so much. So they don't have to constantly be doing this. So so they can just be pure and clean before me and always be in right standing with me. Because wouldn't it be kind of annoying if you had a great relationship with someone, but often they were either like, not angry at you, but you you couldn't always, they weren't there to talk to you all the time because they had to do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not really what was happening, but it kind of helps you get the picture a little bit. God wants to fellowship with us. It says in the Bible all the time that, that he's, he's calling for us. He wants to fellowship with us. He loves us. But his people weren't always in right standing with him. They could not enter his presence without dying because they were dirty. They were impure. So God made the ultimate sacrifice. He paid a high price. And he sacrificed. Jesus willingly gave up his life for you. So you could be made pure and whole and clean. So So guilt could be removed from you. Let me just read a list of things that the blood of Jesus does for you your debt is paid you owe nothing anymore that is hebrews 9 28 you're justified romans 5 9 you are forgiven ephesians 1 7 you're spared from god's wrath romans 5 9 you are healed by his stripes first peter 2 24 you are cleansed first john 1 7 you have the power to overcome the enemy revelation 12 11 you are no longer under the curse of the law Galatians 3.13, you're forgiven, Ephesians 1.7, once again. You are no longer a stranger to the covenant promise, Ephesians 2.12-13. You have gained the unmerited favor of God, Ephesians 1.7. You have been declared righteous, 2 Corinthians 5.21. You have been justified as, as if you have never sinned, Romans 3.24-25. You are able to come close to God. Ephesians 2.13, and I want to read this one. Ephesians 2.13, but now in Christ, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. You have been brought close to God because of the blood of Jesus Christ. You can now participate in communion, Luke 22.20. Jesus testifies on your behalf that you're clean, 1 Peter 1.18. You're free from condemnation, Romans 8.1. You can now enter the holiest of holies and live. You can now boldly enter the holiest of holies. You can now come before God boldly, knowing that you're clean. I am pure. I am cleansed. That, that, you, that he paid a sacrifice for you. So you can come before him now and, and 
worship him and fellowship with him. You don't have to be afraid of, am I, am I, am I okay with God? Am I in right standing with you? Am I pure? Am I clean? I know I've, I know I sinned yesterday and I, and I feel bad about it. No, I can't enter God's presence because I made a mistake. Now, you know that he, he sacrificed his son who, who spilled his blood for you so that now you are clean and you are pure and you can enter in the holiest of holies. You can enter before him. You can come boldly before his throne because the blood of Jesus washes you, cleanses you, and makes you pure. Hebrews 9.13 says, For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without a spot to God, now cleanse your conscience from the dead works to serve the living God? If the blood of animals in the Old Testament could purify people, how much more could the spotless blood of Jesus cleanse you? Don't let the devil trick you into saying that you're not right with God. God doesn't really love you. He, you, you made too many mistakes. Well, here in the Bible, it says that the blood of Jesus cleanses you and God forgets your past. Your mistakes are washed away. White as snow without a trace. Now, if you think about snow, it's very white. So if there's any little mark or blemish, you can see it. Think about this. So I have white jeans. And when I first bought them, they were brand new spank and spick spack and white. They were bright white, let me tell you. But when I spilled something on them, they weren't that white anymore, but I washed them, and the stain was gone, but there was still a little, like, remnants of that. You could see where it wasn't as white anymore. The other parts where it wasn't, like, stained was still white, but you could still see a little bit of, it was a little bit darker, and as I washed them and, you know, get more stuff on them, whatever, and wash them, it's stained. It's white, but not as white as it was before. And sooner or later, it started looking gray and then brown. And then, you know, it's clean, but it's just stained. But the Bible says that he, the blood of Jesus washes us white as snow. White as snow. We're washed. There's no stain. There's no like, oh, I can see here you made this mistake. I mean, it's forgiven, but it's still there. No, it's gone. There's no trace of it. No trace. You're, you're cleansed. You're pure. You're spared from God's wrath, as I said before. Through the blood of Jesus, you're saved. You're covered in the blood of Jesus. You're covered in, in his life. So I, I don't want you to go through life thinking that when you make a mistake, you can't come to Jesus or you will never be forgiven or whatever because Jesus sacrificed his life for you. So that you could be pure and whole and in right standing with him and his father. You're redeemed. You're free from the curse of the law that says that when you do this, there is a punishment. You're free and cleansed. So know that today. And um, I want you to know that 
you can you come boldly before the the throne of God in prayer and worship come boldly before him don't hold back because you made a mistake don't come meekly or shyly or slowly before God's throne know that that you're clean and pure and cleansed and run to his throne don't when you make a mistake I feel like a lot of people you know that God tells them to do something or whatever and they don't do it and they run and they say well God you know I can't I made that mistake so wait till I get my life right and then I'll come to you no you should run to him because you know that doesn't make any <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to say I made a mistake I'm going to run the opposite direction I'm going to run the way that I made the mistake because I made the mistake by running away from God, but I'm going to run away from God more to fix my mistake. No. Run to God who purifies you and cleanses you to be purified and cleansed. And know that the blood of Jesus was given for you. It's yours. And it's not just a once a year on Easter, we're cleansed. Because that doesn't make sense. He gave his life once and for all. To cleanse us and to free us from every kind of sin. Okay? You're pure. You're cleansed. And that's all there is to it. Thank you guys so, so much for joining me on that episode. I hope that it made sense to you. And I hope that you got something from it. I love you guys. I really, really, really appreciate you taking time to listen to me. Try to put words together in a way that makes sense. Um... You mean a lot to me. You mean the world to me, in fact. I hope you have the best day and that you enjoy your day and whatever meal you have next, I hope you enjoy it to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have the best day of your entire life and... I hope you know that Jesus loves you with his whole heart. Real quick before you go. Do you know that Jesus Christ came down to this earth as a baby? That he gave up his heavenly privileges for you. That he came down to this earth. He was born a human being and then he died on the cross for you. He took your place on the cross, so you don't have to to live that way. He took all your sins, all your sickness, all your disease, all your shame on the cross. So it was destroyed, so you can live free from sin. He was buried, but three days later, he rose from the dead for you. He rose from the dead. He destroyed the devil for you, so you don't have to live in defeat anymore. If you want, If you believe that with your heart, if you believe that he's your savior... That he saved you. Then the Bible says that you need to confess with your mouth. And believe in your heart. That Christ Jesus was risen from the grave. So if you want to say that. If you you believe that. Sometimes people don't know what to say. So I'm just going to give you a prayer. Something to confess with your mouth. So if you want Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, if you believe that he is, if you, want, if you want him in your heart, say this after me. Dear Heavenly Father, come into my heart. I know that I've sinned. Thank you that you have forgiven me. You are Lord of my life. Thank you 
that you died on the cross and three days later, you rose for me. Thank you that my home is now in heaven. I'm free from sin. I have dominion on this earth and you are my Lord. I love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you said that prayer, you are now going to heaven. You're not going to hell anymore. You don't have to live in defeat anymore. You don't have to live oppressed by the devil, but you now have the authority in Jesus Christ. So if you said that, um, just message me. I want to send you some stuff. I want to help you along the way. I want to give you more information. I'm not going to, you know, whatever. I don't know. Just let me know because the Bible says that when one person accepts Jesus into their heart, all of heaven goes crazy. They have a party. There's a party going on in heaven for you. They are so excited. God is so excited for you to come into heaven and be with him forever. I'm so glad you, you, you made that decision. Welcome to the family.